hates Mike because Mike hates news is so mad right now. Uh, let's get into news right now. Here we go. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. This month is Heart Month with Pelt Shoes partnering with the American Heart Association. And Pelt's wants to give you some insider tips all month long for the perfect fit. This week's tip is make sure you get your shoes fitted at the end of the day because that's when your foot tends to be the biggest because you're walking around. And make sure you get sized every time you buy shoes. All month long, Pelt Shoes will be accepting donations for the American Heart Association. For every donation made, Pelt's will give you a coupon for 20 I'm sorry, 20% off a future purchase of any regular priced item in store. So Pelt Shoes uh, teaming up with the American Heart Association. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. So President Biden, during an event at the New York Police Department uh, yesterday, said, quote, the answer is not to defund the police, but instead to provide the tools and funding for law enforcement officials to be partners and protectors in the community. The president, the attorney general, the New York City mayor and New York governor all met together at the NYPD headquarters to discuss ways uh, federal, state and local law enforcement officials can work together to quickly take shooters off the street and uh, combat gun violence. During the event, Biden thanked the NYPD force and their spouses, saying, quote, every time you pin that shield on, walk out the door, you're worried about getting a phone call. Too many of you have gotten uh, the phone call lately. Uh, every day in this country, 316 people are shot, 106 are killed, and there uh, have been six NYPD victims of gun violence so far this year. Hmm. So it's almost like that defund the police thing didn't really work. Didn't work out for him. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, who you, because you can't call Ghostbusters yeah, whenever no, somebody's so. breaking into your house. And or, I don't think people want the National Guard in their city, right. you know, walking around with rifles and stuff. Or well, taking it into their own hands. Yeah, which seems like that would be the next step, you know what I mean? Surprisingly, though, the Portland, it seemed to work, no? <laughs> did not work out for disaster, that. man. Yeah, I, we've said it a million times. I don't know how in a million years you would want to be a police officer with everything that goes on with it, but thank God there are people Absolutely. out there that want to do that. You know, and obviously, it, just like any job, there are some idiots that are, you know, in whatever job, but for the most part, all my dealings with police, and I know I'm a white dude, you know, I'm the, I'm the guy that everybody hates, uh, yeah. 50-year-old white American uh, male. Yeah. But, uh, you know, all my interactions with police have been pretty good. So I just got pulled over recently, that. and the cop was super cool. Hi, a patrolman, highway patrol guy with yeah. that stuff that they say is supposed to be the worst, the you know, the biggest Right, jerks. tough guys. Yeah, he was very sweet. Oh, that's good. Probably smelled Joe's uh, lady perfume. <laughs> it was like, clearly this guy's just trying to get home with his wife. Uh, Greg McMichael, the convicted uh, murderer of Ahmad Aubrey, has withdrawn his guilty plea in his federal trial. So that is the father. He uh, withdrew his guilty plea. I wonder what's going on He's there. already convicted, I, I thought. He is yeah. convicted, but uh, he, For, like, you know, the appeal? I guess, yeah, trying to do something. Yeah. Because I think they want to they appeal the, the hate crime. Well, the hate crime, yeah, yeah they said that they were going to plead guilty to it, and then that switch yeah. and stuff, and then this with I, the guilty plea. So I guess they're trying to avoid 
going to federal prison as opposed to yeah, being local. in Georgia state prison, which is, a, I guess, I'm assuming it's different. I would imagine that the federal prison would be better for them to go to. Yeah. I don't know, because I think the state, I would imagine the state has more money for the prison rather than the federal government where they just, you know, put you in a bank. Yeah, but I always bank. heard uh, federal, like, fe- for federal crimes or whatever, uh, that if you get put in there, it's more of a, you know, just... Easy. It, well, you know, you're still in prison, oh. whatever, but yeah, yeah, easier than a right. regular prison. Yeah. But I, I don't know for sure. I, don't, I know the white collar crime prisons right. seem like they're the best to go to. Right. But, but that's like a camp. federal prison, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I the, guess, that's yeah. what white collar crimes, yeah, that's where they go. Right, they would prison. go to federal prison. There, yeah. It's like basically, but I like, they're like prisons like that they have in like Sweden oh. that are basically oh. just open dorm rooms. Yeah. <laughs> and like they can Video do, games. Yeah, they internet. have computers. Well, both those guys are going for life. Then they get life in prison? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the deal yeah well you You're have still going to prison for life yeah, yeah. certainly but are you going to be getting beaten uh, beaten and uh raped every day or are you going to go to a place where you're just like all right well i can Hanging out just watch there. tv yeah you know because i gotta imagine the inmates when they get in there are gonna want to beat the hell out of them you know they're charged with a hate crime. oh sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'll know. They'll know yeah. exactly who you are. Do you think they keep uh, father and son together, or they send them nah, to different prisons? Probably different. Them. Yeah. Uh, I did see a uh, thing. It was really interesting on this guy who was a uh, counterfeiter, and uh, then his son started doing it, and they got busted, whatever, and they actually... He was in there. His son got busted for counterfeiting after he did, and they put him in the same prison, and then they got to be cellmates. Oh, that's and cool. And he goes, he goes, this was the most time I spent with my son. We got to know each other because we were in there for like three years or whatever it was. I mean, it always happened in Oz where like the dad would come in. And <laughs> right. Maybe so they do do that. I assume that's what it's like. Yeah. I think like, you no. probably... No, I, I think you probably can request ask. Yeah. yeah, request. Yeah. I mean, they could say no, whatever. Uh, by the way, that was on uh, Vice that I was watching that about the counterfeiter, and it was really interesting. This guy did counterfeit money, and it was when the new $100 bills came out, and they had all the different stuff. And he goes, I looked at it as a challenge because they said it couldn't be counterfeited or anything because it had the strip in there. It had the hologram. It had that uh, weird um, paint on it that would change colors. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. So this guy said that they went through all this different paper. They were ordering paper from Office Depot, from this place, from that place, trying to get the right feel of money, you know. And he said that they were going through it, and his girlfriend at the time, they were looking for different places to call to try and get paper. And she goes, you got to figure this out and slam down the phone book. And he grabbed the phone book, and he touched the paper, and he was like, that's it. It's a little thin, but it's similar to that, whatever. So then he got that paper, and then uh, the paint that changes colors. Do you remember how, like, you'd see all those Mitsubishi 3000s that oh, had, yeah. the, you know, it'd be purple, then it'd be blue, and this, that. So he called the manufacturer and uh, talked to them about the paint and stuff, and they offered up. They're like, oh, yeah, we make the paint for the uh, for the uh, uh, money and this and that. That's the color that you see on the new money. And oh. he was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so he wound up doing it, and he was making so much money because what they would do, would they would take these $100 bills, and they would go into convenience stores or wherever, buy something cheap, $100 bill, 
get $92 back change. You know what I mean? So they'd be hitting all the, he'd go to Walmart. He go, we'd just go and buy stuff and throw it away. He goes, we weren't even keeping the stuff. We just wanted the cash back. It was really interesting. But that's why a lot of places like little mom and pop places, they won't take hundreds and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. And and they check it with the marker and stuff, which I don't know if the, that money well, that, got past it. That was the thing is they got it to where you could mark it and it would be the Ooh. same. Yeah. Do it, whatever. But they would that's hit those crazy. mom and pop places because a lot of them wouldn't even check. check. You know, it would be some, he said, he goes, it always just be some teenager we yeah. try and get you know some young kid that didn't know whatever uh whenever i was working in the nightclub uh on like fourth of july memorial day weekend when it's huge when it's really busy you'd get past uh fake money all the time we'd always have to tell people hey make sure you check all that money because that's the time because you're so busy yeah you know that people will try and pass that off do you remember by any chance how much time they had to serve <sighs> It wasn't as much as you thought. That's what I always, you know I, always, I, mean? I always remember hearing the white collar crimes. They always put you away for way longer than, you know, murder and some of that stuff. But this wasn't. This didn't really seem like I think he, you know, got like five to eight years or something for one of the things. But it, I, I would imagine it depends on how much money and all yeah. that type of stuff. To uh, be able to counterfeit money is, is awesome. Pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what the guy did? So he, while he was in jail, started, he was obviously creative and artistic and stuff to be able to do that. You kind of have to have that, you know, style. He started doing paintings and almost all of his painting has like money in it and stuff. And he does those kind of cool big paintings that has like uh, Benjamin Franklin, then this thing and awesome. this one. Yeah, he winds up selling them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, the, for him. Uh, yeah, he seemed like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, yeah right? guy you'd want to hang out with and hear some stories. <laughs> him and his dad, I bet. Uh, speaking of prison, listen to this: a man beaten to death in 1975 has been identified as a possible sixth victim of a largely forgotten serial killer who targeted gay white men in San Francisco between 74 and 76. The killer is known by the police as the doodler. Uh, so named because he told a surviving victim that he was studying to be a cartoonist. Detectives allege that the killer drew his victims in, literally, with uh, sketches of them that he would draw on cocktail napkins. Uh, they believe he would lure them, the men, to secluded areas for a sexual hookup then slashed and battered their bodies. Uh, they were discovered uh, following the next morning. Uh, authorities have previously said the killer is believed to be responsible for at least five murders, but they c- could have killed as many as 14 or 15 men. Jeez. On Thursday, the anniversary of the first murder attributed to him, cold case investigators dub- doubled the reward uh, for his arrest for $200,000. Wow. Yeah. The doodler. The doodler. So if some creepy guy draws you and says, hey, want to go to the bathroom? Wink, wink. Oh. Be careful. These stories always make me think of when we talk about how many times you're walking into some place and you just walked right past a serial killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. You never know. You know? Or not even a serial killer, just like a murderer. Yeah. Somebody who murdered somebody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think about that. Like, if you were walking in a mall, I mean, odds are you've walked past plenty 100%. of people who yeah. kill people. Or yeah. have done really heinous, grotesque crimes. Uh, what was that? Dead Zone with uh, Christopher Walken. Remember, he would touch people and see yeah. what they did and yeah. stuff. Was that uh-huh, Dead Zone? Right. I think it was, but you imagine that. You bump into somebody and you see their stuff. Oh. Or Bruce Willis. Uh, oh, my God. The worst. And uh, I see Dead Six Sense? No, no, no. Um, what was the M. Night Shyamalan movie that he was in? Uh, Unbreakable. 
Oh yeah, I'd break him. He he. Whatever people would pass him, he could see if they were bad. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like oh, that. so I weird. Want, I don't want to see that stuff. <laughs> just leave me in peace. Uh, Amazon just announced they're jacking up their price for Prime membership. Oh. They are raising the monthly fee from thirteen to fifteen dollars, and the annual yeah. price will be bumped up uh, from one hundred nineteen to one hundred thirty nine. Listen. You're getting your packages the same day. I don't mind spending another 20 bucks. But he's making so right. much right. money. They, and they're not paying the employees proper wages, and they're forcing him to work in deadly tornadoes. And he's taking down the bridge for his yacht to get through? Yeah. <laughs> my, right. my question is, do I get my packages the same day? <laughs> yes? I'll pay. We got to yeah. draw the line somewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah I know. It's a uh, 17% increase. <laughs> it's their first increase since 2018. Uh, the higher rate kicks in on February 18th for new customers in March 25th for existing customers. Yeah. So the richest man on the entire planet yeah. is not rich enough. No. Well, maybe I'm they're going to use this 17% to help pay the employees. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I read. <laughs> do you follow that Dan Price, I think is his name, the CEO of the company that pays all of their employees either 70 grand or higher? So oh, yeah. Where he, wages. He, he makes the same amount as all of his employees. Yeah. Well, he yeah. took like a, he took millions of dollars in right. a pay cut so yeah. that he could afford to pay. Because he was supposed to get like a $3 million yeah. bonus and he and, goes, no, let's give that to the employees. And now they're, you know, they're like one of the best companies in the world. Everybody's Production, super happy. Yeah. Yeah. Loyal. Yeah, well, he tweeted something the other day that, again, I don't know if this is true. I didn't fact yes, check it. Yes, it is. Oh, oh man. Spanish he, was, oh, yeah, man. he was talking about inflation and how he was like, if you break down the numbers, like Starbucks is going to start charging more money. Hershey's is going to mm-hmm. start charging more money. He said that the reason they keep saying it's inflation, but when you go in and check their books, they're upping all of the annual bonuses for the CEOs while sure. keeping everybody's pay the same. So all, there's like the numbers are showing that in, inflation for them to raise the prices is like a 2% margin where they're saying it's we got we have to charge 20%. you 15 20% yeah. more now and it's not it's not real like right. they're just using it as an excuse to charge the average money. consumer yeah that the higher, which I get, you know, it's capitalism, but also, yeah, but they got me. I'm not stopping Starbucks, right? Yeah, but again, I'm not like canceling Amazon. People aren't able to afford to live yeah. in our area because they're being pushed out of their homes because of everything, and now everyone's charging more money. And the people that are charging more money are, we can say that they're well off. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Also, make coffee at home. Yeah. Eat dinner at home. You know what I mean? Like, there's the, <laughs> those. Those are things that you don't necessarily have to do, and you don't have to buy, and you don't have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I won't get rid of Amazon, but I will stop going to Starbucks. And you know what I mean? Like, will you? Well, yeah, because I, I don't know how much you go. I don't go that often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like occasionally. Then you don't count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's but that's the thing. But yeah. the, I used to go all the time when I used to when I used to have to go for Mike. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like I would get my own stuff. And now that I don't have to go for Mike, I just don't go at all, and I make coffee here. Yeah. But there's little things like that where you you know. If but it's you, like they've made it. These companies have really <laughs> tapped into your yeah. uh, convenience bone to where when you have to go out of your way for something, now it's like a huge deal. They well, know how. I mean, far they can push you too. That's oh, what I'm they saying. Keep yeah. push you a little bit, little bit, little you know bit. What I mean? But here's the thing: I don't drink coffee, so I never go to Starbucks or do any of that stuff. To me, it's crazy that anyone yeah. is paying six dollars for a coffee. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Like that same coffee that you can make at home for like a nickel. Yeah. That is so crazy. Because they me. make the creamers and everything that yeah. you can use yeah. that you don't even have. Well, I've said that before. <laughs> Starbucks has given you everything you need to make their coffee. You're still going to go to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, Carmen, you reminded me whenever you said you can make your coffee at home or bring your lunch to work or do that type yeah. of stuff. All good, you know, uh, money-saving ideas and stuff. But there, I remember there was a bank that tweeted out, 
uh, you know, oh, you yeah. can you I can remember. make your coffee at home. You can bring your lunch to work. I whatever. believe it was Wells Fargo. Or one of those. Uh, and somebody tweeted back, "Didn't you get like billions of dollars in a pay in a uh, uh, settlement or yeah. something? No, no, no. What is it? Uh, the bailouts. Bailout. Yes, yeah. that's bailout. And yeah. Now you're telling us to bring our own lunch yeah. to work. You're uh, telling us that we can't live paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're a bank and you yeah. collapsed in two weeks. Yeah, I go to Starbucks all the time, but if for whatever reason I couldn't go there anymore, I couldn't afford it. I wouldn't be that. I wouldn't bother me that much. Like yeah. I feel yeah. like I could stop. It's more of a conveniencing convenience as opposed to oh, yeah. yeah, I have to go. I'm yeah. so addicted. See, I like my coffee really, really strong, so I make my own coffee. Yeah. Oh, you're just so better than me. Yeah, we have a French press yeah. that I really like. Uh, so what happened on this date in 2004? Think about that. 2004. Okay, so that was 18 years ago. Two, God, four, that was four. 18 years ago. 2004. Sophomore in high school. 2004. Michael Jackson died. I was just going to say that. No. And I'm wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I thought date, the same. 2004, it happened at Harvard. Bomb. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a student named Mark Zuckerberg oh. launched the Facebook. Oh, yeah. wow. As a website that people could uh, connect people around the university, then expanded to other schools. And then in June of 2004, they dropped the the from its name. And it was uh, September 26, 2006, when it finally opened to everyone age 13 and older. Yeah. Uh, here is Mark actually explaining what the Facebook is and how it'll work. It's an online directory that connects people through universities and colleges through their social networks there. You sign on, you make a profile about yourself by answering some questions, entering some information such as your concentration or major at school, um, contact information about phone numbers, instant messaging screen names, anything you want to tell, interests, what books you like, movies, and most importantly, who your friends are. And then you can browse around and see who people's friends are and just check out people's online identities and see how people portray themselves and just find some interesting information about people. Mm. Yeah. Interesting good. information. That's awesome. what they find, honey. Yeah. yeah, good luck, nerd. <laughs> sure to work. Yeah. Isn't I'm that sh- crazy, yeah. though? Think about that when he made that. He was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, uh, you know, uh, people know about this. A thousand people are signed up or whatever yeah. it is. And now he's worth billions yeah. and billions and of dollars. And do you think he started it, like, knowing the potential? Yes, I think 100% I think so. the FBI, some deep state... Not I don't. I say deep state, but I mean like FBI. You said deep state. Yeah, they went to him and they were like, "We could definitely partner and use this platform as a way to, you know, I don't know how they would spin it, but as a way to keep track of people. They're giving up all their information. At at the time, though, like MySpace was huge. That was the thing. So it was just a new version of MySpace. Really. Oh, I remember. It's not like it's a super original idea. I remember when Facebook came out, and I was like, I already have MySpace, whatever. And then Facebook just took off, and everyone was like, MySpace. What is that? And that's the thing. What was the thing about Facebook that made it, it so was much only better for than, college. Right. Yeah. It was only for colleges at first. Yeah. It was only so for Harvard at first. Exclusive. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Then it was other colleges. So it was smaller than uh, like I, I've talked about it before. When I lived up in Louisville, Louisville had their own MySpace. Yeah. And it was really cool because you knew everybody was from the city. You were there, and you know it, it was smaller than MySpace because you may see somebody that you go, "Oh, that girl's attractive." Well, she lives in Oklahoma. If you see that girl's attractive, you know she lives in Louisville. Right? So you're gonna yeah. be like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, Want to get over there? That's pretty awesome. 
Uh, this is pretty cool. So we all know Detroit is uh, really hard times, all the stuff that's going on there. I mean, houses collapsing, buildings, all that yeah. stuff. It doesn't it's seem gross. like anything. Yeah, it, I mean, it's really bad because Detroit <laughs> used to be one of the biggest cities and one of the most profitable. Well, all the uh, automobile plants shut sure. down. Yeah. Uh, well, Detroit is getting the first road system, which will be equipped to wirelessly charge electric vehicles. As what? people drive over. That's the future, man. Yeah. It really is. So then, so like cars can go forever, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they can also shut everybody's car down instantly with yep. a flip of a button. Oh, look at this guy. Now you can't know, leave. <laughs> you got to know the pros and the cons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, that's pretty cool, though. That is super cool. That way you don't have to sit there and charge your car and go, all right, well, I guess we can go eat and hang out yeah. for three hours, whatever, yeah. you Fantastic. know, if you're going on a long trip. But yeah, that would be pretty cool. I would imagine interstate. Oh, you know, doing God. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they could do, if they had the technology, I mean, if they had the technology to be able to charge your car wise, wirelessly through cement, I don't even know why we need power lines and stuff anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. So Detroit will have that, uh, you know, I would imagine that will go nationally pretty quick if it, it works, works out. And, Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah well. But when does it say that Detroit will have this? Uh, it says they're getting their first road system. And it doesn't uh, give a date. Yeah, mm. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot longer than we you think. Might be right. Like they're announcing this because they have the technology, yeah. but I get, I bet they, you know, because the roads in Michigan just alone are garbage, are awful. Yeah. yeah, all the potholes, all they the, need the infrastructure. cracks. Yeah. It is, it is terrible. It doesn't matter where you go if you're in a big city or in the country. The roads are terrible. Yeah. and it's because of the snow and the salt yeah. and yeah. you know what I mean. All the scraping that they have to do, but. I have family that still lives in Detroit, and it's such a dirty city yes. when you go yeah. there. It's, it's gross. You get there, and it's just a downer. <laughs> you're yeah. like, oh, man. You're like, and like being from there, like you can like look around, and yeah. you're like, you see the potential. And I remember going there as a kid, and just like, that was a huge city to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And now I go there, and I'm like, get me out of here. Everything's yeah. just run down and beat yes. up. Uh, Carmen, it says here, it is expected to be completed next year. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Expected to. Yeah. So, you know. But that's still, I mean, at least there's like a deadline. So if they're like, hey, we got to push back six months. But like, I thought it was going to be at least like 10. It's going to be like a little quarter mile loop. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's going to be a roundabout. Yeah. You just drive around in a circle to charge your car. Uh, Uh, A little uh, uh, investing tip. Speaking of the the cement stuff that can do electricity, there's a company, a startup that is the creator of, they use cement to store power, which is, I believe, the company that that's using. Oh, so it's going to be in the cement. So the entire, well, cement or whatever, the roadway, I thought it would just be like charging I don't know uh, things the specifics. where as you go past it, it charges, you know, and yeah. it has a... F- I don't know the specifics, but right. like I said, if you are looking for an opportunity, this is a startup company that in 2019, they received $110 million in investments uh, from SoftBank to uh, create this technology. So if that's going to be where they're going to be going Are they publicly the future, traded now? Or I, don't, no? I don't believe so, but it's just oh. something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Would you say you're a financial advisor? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I've lost so much money in crypto. It hurts. Oh, my God. I don't even open my Coinbase oh, account anymore. I told Gio the other day it's... how much I lost. I'm oh, back up a little bit. but Dude, if if I yeah. lost with Spanish loss, oh, my gosh. And it's not the first time I've lost Ooh. that much, yeah. And also, I but like I know this is the time to buy. But like when it w- first started going down, is when I started buying because I was like, oh, it will go back up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I'm like kicking myself. I was like, I should have waited yeah. till we got to this point. Don't to kick buy. yourself. You never, no, you never yeah, be able you to know. Yeah. If you knew what he lost, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be kicking yourself. Yeah. Oh my me. gosh, dude. Oh, I looked at my 401k the other day. Oh, yeah. That hurt. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah, I closed that real quick. <laughs> yeah. What a downer. Uh, so speaking of money and losing money, a California man uh, deposited thirty three thousand. 
$1,000 check into his bank account, and then it disappeared when the Bank of, bank of America branch closed. Oh. No. Uh, luckily, his money has been returned to him, but here is Brian Leonard explaining what happened and how he felt to have that amount of money just disappear. $33,000 check that he put in there, and they go, yeah, I don't know what to tell you about that. Uh, here he is explaining the situation. And I said, you're telling me that Bank of America lost $33,000 of my money, and you're telling me right here to my face there's nothing you can do. Nobody said, we'll find out where the money is, we'll make good on it, we'll take care of it. There was none of that. The woman said that there was no record of the transaction, so as far as she was concerned, no transaction happened. When I realized the branch that was closed and the teller that took my $33,000 cashier's check is nowhere to be found, my heart sank into my stomach. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Because you would think, okay, they've got surveillance footage. They can see me walking the bank right, with right. the teller and everything. But if she does quit and yeah. they don't have the videos. Yeah, if the bank shut down and they just ripped out all the video stuff, moved it to another place. And or maybe she just pocketed it. Yeah. But also, don't you like, because they have like the phone where you can like upload checks from your phone by taking a picture. Sure. Yeah. Don't you like take a picture or do something yeah. like along those lines? Like you don't go in. And when you do give it to a teller, they give you a receipt. Yeah. yeah. That shows and has the number of your transaction. Uh-huh. Well, like, here's a couple things, though, Carmen, is I believe this was a cashier's check, uh, $33,000, so you're probably not going to do that over your phone. You want to make sure that you're you know, going into the bank and having it done just in case, you know, anything. Uh, who's keeping the receipts? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I mean, 30 grand, For though. 30 grand, you, you keep that until it's in your account. Yeah. I tell you, like, when I get a check from my dad for, like, Christmas or my birthday, it's like 100, 200 bucks, nothing crazy. I keep that check until it's in my account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I rip it up and I, you know, and then I put it through Plus, the shredder, but. Usually if you're going to the bank, it's instant. Like, it'll show yeah. up in your account right away. I think this guy screwed something up. I think it's, yeah. I blame him. He didn't sign the more something I think about it, yeah. or, yeah. And well, he's got- going to a closed bank. No, he he went to the bank and, and then closed, deposited yeah. it and then they closed. Uh but he got his money back anyways, whatever. So I yeah. You know. What a what a stressful time that had to uh. be. He was like, I lost my money. Yeah. For some reason I still blame him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at his face up there on the screen. I blame him. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, how many times has yeah. has this happened? It's never happened with a hundred dollar check, but it no. happens with a thirty thousand dollar check. You did something. Yeah, but if you don't pay attention, there's a lot of things that can happen, you know, that you're like, Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Listen, no. I got like a big check one time and I like instead of actually taking the check i was going to do a direct posit i made about 10 phone calls to make sure that everything was set up mm-hmm. and done properly to make sure that it like nothing went wrong you know what i mean so to me i'm like if you have that much money you're doing you know checking Carmen, everything you're better than this guy is okay. that what you want to hear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's his fault i'm a geo the <laughs> fbi arrested a retired man in the villages here in uh, florida for felony fraud after they discovered he voted twice he voted both in florida oh. and then in connecticut Come on. it's unclear who he voted for but when asked uh, why he voted twice the guy said that he did it because just wanted to see if uh, he vote twice, if they would count twice. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. so, huh. It works. Yeah. Oh, it works, but, but, and now you're arrested. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all know who he voted for. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> villages? Yeah. I think Biden, so. Is that what you're <laughs> <laughs> uh, some mail carriers in the UK are in trouble because they allegedly ate pot brownies out of an unclaimed package. <laughs> so the package wasn't claimed, you know, and after a certain amount of time, I would imagine they open it. Yeah. It probably, you know, 
Yeah, you can get stuff like, yeah. oh, it's a CD. Hey, Brian, you want the CD? <laughs> but it was pop brownies, so they had it. Who cares? It yeah. was unclaimed. Don't want to go to Did waste. Did they know it was pop brownies, though? Does it say if they knew? It doesn't say whether they know or not. Uh, and is weed illegal? But there. also, yeah, that's uh, the other thing. Is weed illegal yeah. in whatever area of the UK? <laughs> but yeah, they're mail carriers. Give them some pop yeah. brownies. But if you don't fine. know, like if you don't know you're eating pop brownies and you just eat a bunch of brownies oh, no. and you're on your route and right. then you're like, I have, am I even breathing right now? You know, <laughs> call the sack. <laughs> Cul-de-sac. That's a weird word. What's going on? Cul-de-sac. Yeah, you got to be careful with edibles, man. Uh, man. Um, <laughs> speaking of eating stuff, <laughs> yeah. you probably, if you're eating right now, put it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're about to get a... Uh, a 28-year-old woman in Ireland named Jess Taylor recently bought a used couch with her boyfriend nope. because their dog ruined their old one. They didn't want anything too nice because they figured the dog's going to be on it. It's going to get trashed anyway, so, you know, we'll get a used one. They ended up with a tan and brown two-seater that fit the uh, bill, and they uh, uh, they didn't find out what came with the couch until they lost their remote for the first time. Jess's boyfriend reached down into the cush- cushions mm. to look for the remote Mm-mm. and felt something weird. Oh. Anybody want to guess? <laughs> I don't even... Like a... Old ham sandwich. Old ham sandwich. I'm going to say it was like a finger. Uh, a finger. A body part oh. of some sort. Mm. I'm going to say like a dead animal. Dead animal. Oh, yeah. That's Dude. a good, better guess. Geo, you are super close. Oh, what? Stop it. You are super close. So he reached down, felt something weird, pulled his hand back out, and realized he was holding an entire handful of fingernails. What? <gasps> what? Oh! I'm not looking. It turned out the couch was filled with thousands of nail clippings, and there were obviously some toenails in there as well. So someone who had it had been disposing their uh, nails all in the oh. couch. Uh, maybe multiple people, for all we know, because there that's a lot of fingernails oh. and toenails. Uh, Jen says the first thing they did was start gagging, like we are, uh, but apparently... They decided to keep the couch. Uh, yeah, they vacuumed. Vacuum no. Oh, no. What else no. is in Burn there? it with fire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, you got fingernails. Uh, if you get a hangnail or something, you just pull it off or something. I. It's not that bad. Uh, they vacuumed the rest of the nails out. Jen says there is so many that it sounded like she was vacuum up, vacuuming up uncooked rice. Ah. <laughs> oh, all right, Joe. in on it. Yeah. Come what? on, Joe. Oh, that's horrific. Give it to me. Oh, Imagine is... what that smells like. Oh, no. yeah. No. I mean, uh, <laughs> when you if you're buying, I don't know, I've never bought a used couch. If you're buying a used couch, don't you pick up the cushions? I would think. And oh. if you're selling if you're selling a couch, don't you vacuum it out and clean it off first? I, would think. I bought a couch oh. off of Facebook and like the cushions didn't come out cuz no. they're reclined. Oh, yeah. It's, you know what I mean, and it's a big couch, but the guy like we did open it up because all of them do recline, so we opened it up and looked oh, and stuff, man. but nothing weird. Yeah, lie. no, the guy had dogs and that was really the biggest thing. Yeah. When I was in college, I lived at Avalon and I'll never forget when I was moving out of my college apartment, I had never looked under the mattress and my mother had came and she was pulling <laughs> sheets off and she flipped the mattress and there was a huge dildo under there. Oh. And my mom was like, 
why do you have this? I was like, what do you mean? Why do I have yeah. this? Yeah. Why did you put Ask it there? Dad. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Ask dad. He knows why. Yeah. It's too big. It's too big. I've told this story before. That this always makes me laugh. So, you know, I'm sarcastic and I'll say stuff that is totally not true, but I just think it's funny just to say it and not react and see whether people believe it or whatever. So I was dating this girl and we were uh, leaving my apartment and as we drove out, you know how they'll have the dumpster there for the apartment complex. There was a mattress pushed up against the uh, the dumpster, just urine. Ugh. So, like, it had big urine stains all over it and stuff. And I go, oh, yeah, I got a new mattress. That's my old one over there. And just kept driving. <laughs> it was, never talked to that girl again. <laughs> never talked to her again. She never called, right. nothing. Like, I called her a couple times. She didn't answer. I was like, oh, and then I thought about it later. I was like, did she think I was totally serious yep. about that? Totally. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I got a new mattress. Here's my old one. <laughs> Just covered in urine stains. <laughs> uh, the Kinsey Institute partnered with an adult toy company, Spanish, you'll like this, yeah. uh, to find out which cities and states have been the kinkiest during the pandemic. Mm. Any guesses? What city or states do you think the kinkiest? San Flor- Francisco. San Francisco? No. Florida? No. Hmm. North Dakota. I'm thinking like, yeah, Midwest. Right? Not, there's not Alabama. A lot, not a lot going well, on. we have three that are, um, let's see, uh, uh, ranked for different stuff. So ranking first for sexual experimentation okay. is? I'll, I'll go big. New York. New York. No. Texas. No. Carmen? Colorado. No. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh. Pittsburgh ranks first for sexual experimentation. Okay. Uh, ranking first in fantasies. Florida. No. New York. No. Fantasies. Washington. Atlanta. Atlanta ranks first for fantasies. All right. Uh, In which state is the kinkiest state overall? Florida. No way. Nevada. No. No. Good guess, though. That would would make some sense. Uh, Carmen? Seattle. It's not a state. (laughs) 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 That's up there with Miami Turkey. I didn't know. Just yeah. The kinkiest state is Delaware. Really? Oh, yeah, I would I, not think Delaware. Never would have guessed that. Huh. I think very vanilla when I think Delaware. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I but think of uh, probably the weirdest ones. Wayne's Rolling. Blue- wow, we're in <laughs> Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Wow. It, I think that's it, though. Spanish is yeah. the ones that seem most milk toast are yeah. really doing some weird stuff. Some weird, yeah. Yeah. I would have definitely thought Nevada. That was a right? good guess. Yeah, it was a good guess. I've always wanted to go Not out there though. for some stuff, yeah. Uh, if you're driving down the road and you spot a group of people running backwards, it is not a glitch in the Matrix. It is a new health trend. Backwards or retro running has been around for a while, but I guess it's trending right now because people, uh, it supposedly burns more calories. Yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> running backwards is actually pretty good for you. It definitely uh, strengthens different muscles and it helps with balance. Yeah. That definitely helps for sure. Uh, they say two of the biggest things as you get older, is why people get hurt, is their balance and uh, they can tell a lot from your uh, uh Grip strength yeah. for your health. Yeah. So you want to have grip strength. You want to have balance. So really, 
what we've talked about before are those sleds is pulling them backwards yeah. and using the uh, thing. So you're using your grip and you're going backwards and doing that uh, would probably help you. Uh, most sources uh, say that uh, if they saw that, uh, 20 to 30 percent uh, said that they would actually join in. Uh, 70 percent said no way. Yeah. They're not joining in. It does look like if I saw a group, I'd think it was like one of yeah. those, um, what do they call them, where everybody just starts dancing at flash the same mob. time. Yeah, like yeah. a flash mob of runners. Yeah. But also, I have a feeling like give this five years years and we're going to find out it's totally, terrible for it's your knees. Crock, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And you should just run straight or yeah. sideways. Yeah. Well, it, but I mean, it, it definitely helps you. Like you'll see a lot of athletes where they'll go sideways, like yeah. on a treadmill, they can do sideways or backwards or whatever. But this guy's running backwards in the treadmill. How do you not bust your ass? Right? Like, it's crazy. It's because you have better balance. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the balance. I know I've seen like football drills. They'll do that. We'll run backwards. Yeah. Obviously yeah. for like, you know, cornerbacks and stuff. I saw a pretty cool thing the other day. It is a, uh, why are they so loud? Well, you know. Always so loud. Can I? Yeah. Don't get scared. Ah! Uh, doesn't work, man. Oh. I might have turned off the compressor. Oh, okay. man. Oh, uh, I was going to try and do the horn blaster, but. So do we know where they're It's going? like right on my crotch. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. That's the I, I didn't place. even know this was happening. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so it is a uh, probably about eight lights, and it's probably about... Uh, 10 feet long, maybe 8 feet long, possibly. And it has a light here, a light here, a light here. And you have to, uh, you know, you can set it to whatever red. So it'll flash white or green or red. Right. And when it flashes red, you have to touch it with your foot to get, like, better speed and stuff. It was pretty cool that I saw two guys doing it at once. And they they had different colors. So, like, Spanish, you'd be green, I'd be red. So if it came up green, you had to hit it. If it was red, I had to. You have to watch all of them and doing it and stuff. So I guess it helps your coordination and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have those things. Have you ever seen those uh, sticks that they throw? It'll have, like, um, four different posts off of it. And it'll be red, blue, green, white, and I'll throw it to you up in the air, and I'll go white. Yeah. You have to try and catch, catch it, it on the yeah. white part. It's yeah, so hard. A lot of uh, receivers use yeah. that. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to go out and run backwards, you can do that. <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Who of people that we know do you think uses big words to try and sound smarter? <laughs> oh, Mo. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I read this, I go, oh, this yeah, is Mo. Yeah. 100%. So a new study shows that around 80% of people use big words to make themselves sound smarter. <laughs> the language t- uh, tutoring app Preply recently conducted a study on words that uh, people use the most to make themselves sound smarter. The number one word that uh, makes people sound smart is articulate. Oh. If you use the word articulate. Okay. Hmm. I like the way you say uh, it. Some of the other ones, accolade. Okay. Brevity. Anomaly. Uh, abysmal. Candor. Exacerbate. These all sound like Mo. Yeah. Vernacular. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Adapt. All yeah. These. yeah, I'm going to send this article to Mo. <laughs> Shut up, dummy. Yeah, he definitely uses big oh, words. All the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, somebody's playing... Uh, Use the dictionary. Uh, by the way, Mo was texting me earlier. W D E D is out on Vimeo today. Oh, oh. If anybody wants to watch it at ten o'clock, it's, it's going to be over. out there. The uh, dead in the making. It's okay. been done. Yeah, check it out. Dead. Check it out. There you go, Mo. I plug this. Uh, were you guys all in it in the uh, thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which no, I don't really know to what this capacity is the, anymore. I think this is the spike cut. So this is the new Ooh. version. Yeah, I get. So check it out. So it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Vimeo, search WDED. 
Uh, I guess this is coming out because of the uh, guy from CNN. In a new poll, people were asked if two co-workers began an intimate relationship, should they be required to disclose it to human resources? No. It depends on the re- the working relationship. It was a manager and an employee. Yeah, it's like a boss or something. Said, I yeah. Think, yeah. It says two co-workers. Yeah. So let's just say that they're... Uh, on pl- even playing field. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just two people. Neither one are in management or anything like that. I don't think so. so. They have to disclose it. I, I think if they're not in a position of like management, they, they, you shouldn't have to. Yeah. Mind your business. Yeah. yeah. But like that if you if, if someone else was like dating the boss you, and they're somebody you work with or compete with, you obviously right. don't know that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. She gets a promotion because she's, you know, sure hooking with the boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, 38% said yes, but only if one supervises the yeah. other. 29% said no, and 18% said yes in all cases, regardless of whether they were boss, employee, or anything. Sleep your way to the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wish I could. I would do it, too. Me try it. Yeah. If I had the, yeah, if I, you know. Yeah. Well, as soon as you know who Norm is, maybe <laughs> <laughs> go talk to him. <laughs> Let's see what's up. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, yeah, you like that, has no intentions of competing again, but he couldn't help but scoff at Jake Paul's challenge. Uh, when he was offered the uh, YouTuber turned pro boxer, Paul, a contract to sign with his MMA promotion, Eagle FC, Paul said he'd consider it if he got paid and uh, he could actually fight Khabib himself. Paul told MMA Fighting that he could outstrike the former undefeated UFC lightweight champion and that all he'd have to do is work on his wrestling. But Khabib doubts Paul would even last a round if they ever fought, saying, quote, come on, Jake Paul, I don't think so. Uh, I'll win in a couple minutes. He continued, he said, he's a little bit late because I'm finished. Of course, we can think about this. I watched him sparring or watched some video where he was doing, like, MMA with someone. He has a lot to learn. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't you're think... talking about the best guy ever. You know? Yeah, yeah. He but wrestles that's all, that's, bears. That's <laughs> also why Jake Paul is doing this. Yeah. Because oh yeah. You know, Call Khabib, out the best. Yeah. Call out the best. Yeah. He would not last a minute or two. No. Uh, so surprisingly, Jacksonville Jaguars hired uh, former Eagles coach Doug Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, everybody thought it was going to be Leftwich, right? They had I, apparently they he was the guy. Even, you know, places were reporting that, and then there was some kind of falling out. It's something with uh, who there was going to be, the the GM or something. I don't know. Oh, interesting. I think Leftwich wanted something that the ownership didn't, and they just said, all right, see ya. It, it seemed like it made sense because Leftwich was like the franchise QB in right. Jacksonville for there. years. Yeah. You know, that's his guy. Right. You know, and he's done well with quarterbacks with, uh, you know, Brady and then Jameis the year before that. That, like, young Trevor Lawrence, you want a guy that's got runs a good offense and is known for, like, you know, helping quarterbacks. Uh, speaking of football coaches, Brian Flores. Uh, so the uh, New York Giants say that his accusations of racism are completely bogus. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then you heard him saying about John Elway. Yeah. Said that they, you know, showed up. He thought they were drunk yeah. and didn't give him enough time and this that. Well, this is a statement from John Elway. He says, "Quote: While I was not planning to respond publicly to the false and uh, defamatory claims." By Brian Flores, I could not be silent any longer with my character, integrity, and professionalism being attacked. He says, I took Coach Flores very seriously as a candidate for our head coaching position in 2019, and we enjoyed a a three-and-a-half-hour interview with him. Along with the rest of the group, I was prepared, ready, and fully engaged during the entire interview as Brian shared his experience and vision for our team. It's unfortunate and shocking to learn that uh, for the first time this week that Brian felt differently 
differently about our interview. For Brian to make a, assumptions about my appearance and state of mind early that morning was subjective, hurtful, and plain wrong. Uh, if I appeared disheveled, as he claimed, it was because we had flown in during the middle of the night immediately following another interview in Denver, and we were on a few hours sleep to meet the only window he provided us. So he's saying that it's totally bogus. He wasn't drunk or anything. Yeah, it's going mean, be interesting to see how this shakes out. That's what they're all saying now, because like, the well, Giants are the same thing. Right, and it seems like this guy is not going to be working anywhere. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if he has a legitimate, le- legitimate complaint... You know, okay, well, let's see what's going on here and stuff. But now that everybody's like, you know, bogus. But, of course, this is uh, everybody who he's accusing yeah. is saying, no, 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 it's not and, true. And so. you're also trying to take on the entire NFL now. Right. Which is, that's a, and he even said to begin with, listen, I know that this is probably, this may kind of ruin my career and make me, you know, not hireable in the NFL, but I just have to get this out there. I can't just let this sit. But it's also, is it shocking to anyone that, uh, you know, the Rooney role, people are just saying, all right, well, we'll have this black guy come in and we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. Him, but we're going with this other guy. But, you know, that's yeah. not it's not surprising that that could uh, absolutely happen. At, at the same time, like it, it is crazy that in a league that's like 70 or 80 percent black athletes, that there's only like one black head coach. But oh, I mean, yeah. just because you're a good player doesn't mean you're going to be a good coach. Right. There's, that's no, true. You know, there's a, and a lot of coaches don't look like they even ever played football. Yeah. You and there's some there are some that never have, Carmen, but also it's just how American. 32 teams and there's one. Right. That's, you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not like there's only you know, 100 black people that live in America. Right. Yeah. No, but out of, thir- I get, so, but uh, what I'm saying is 32 teams, there's 32 head coaches. There's how how many millions of people in America? You know what I mean? Like, I get it. When, yeah. If you're going to go that way and just point out race, but all if you don't do it, why is there no female head coach? Let's, well, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we there, you can there, play it every way that you want, yeah. but at the end of the day, there is 32 spots. 32, that is it. Well, the the, uh, the Bucks actually have a couple female coaches on their staff right they now. Not there, there's not, not a head, head coach, coach but, yet, but they're making way with that where there yeah. are female uh, refs, and, yeah, there's yeah. different female I, coaches. I think eventually they're, they're moving forward. I could see a female head coach. Yeah, because there's female owners. Yeah. There's uh, female uh, G. Well, I don't know if there's any female GMs. But it should uh, be based on qualifications, not, not yeah. race yeah. or gender Certainly. or anything like that. But the New York thing where, like, they're bringing them out to interview them, even though the job's already done. Done that is kind of, but they, yeah. Oh, yeah. but they also have to yeah because right. of the rule sure. so get rid of that rule really Bill Belichick is the one that ruined all this yeah. <laughs> right? whoops he sorry yeah. Yeah. Uh, dummy uh, ads for Super Bowl Fifty Six are sold out so Spanish you're not going to be able Damn to get it. your ad in there for Whore Island <laughs> uh, some of them were purchased for seven million dollars oh anything above six million would have been uh, a record this year meanwhile 62 percent of americans say they're at least uh, as interested in the commercials as they are the game for me it's more more for the commercials yeah. than the game yeah, but yeah. now they, they leak them out ahead of time you see it's them ahead weird. of time it's yeah. just i don't remember the last couple of years it didn't seem like it had really been that great yeah, I can't. Uh, I remember uh, last year, we were like, yeah, there was nothing really no. that stood out, whatever. But, you know, we'll see. I, there's been some that you're like, oh, my God, that's great. Yeah. And it was worth the money for sure, whatever. But some you're like, they spent all that money on the this. The one I remember yeah. the most is that puppy baby monkey yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right? Yeah. The best commercial ever. Yeah. I always see the one with the, when in those uh, Oprah, Letterman, and Leno all on the couch together. Watching that was football. good. That was, that was pretty, pretty good, funny. Yeah. That was good. I think Snickers uh, started their, uh, you're not. 
you're not yourself without your Snickers, whatever, with yeah, Betty maybe. White, yeah. the different people, you know, turning into the different Those ones. Those were cool. And was uh, the Budweiser Frogs, was that originally a Super Bowl? Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. So, yeah, which that was huge. That was huge. Well, uh, what's up? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that For was huge, For a while, like, every year, Bud or Bud Light would oh, have, sure. like, the commercial they that everyone was talking about. They always do a good job about. with it. Uh, so John Stewart weighed in on the whole Joe Rogan thing. The uh, uh, you know all the different artists pulling their music from Spotify. Uh, this is what John Stewart has to say. You, I heard you kind of. <laughs> I don't like John Stewart. Well, tell me whether you agree or disagree with this statement, Carmen. Don't leave. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. I'm not saying it's it's always going to work out fruitfully, but I am always of the mindset that engagement. And especially with someone like a Joe Rogan, who is not, in my mind, an ideologue in any way. And here's the other thing. You're a musician. Like, how much misinformation is spread by, like, Eric Clapton is on platforms that you're on, and he's psycho. <laughs> so do you remove yourself from every platform? There's no question that there is egregious misinformation that's purposeful and hateful and all those other things. And and that being moderated is a credit to the platforms that run them. But this overreaction to Rogan, I think, is a mistake. Yeah. Because yeah. he's turning everybody off. I don't, yeah. I, it blows my mind that we're still, like, debating this. It's unbelievable, Like, dude. if the artists don't want to be in the platform, fine. If, like, if Joe well, puts something, who cares? But the thing, I don't think, I think you're right, but I don't think it's that they don't want to be on the platform right. anyway. I think they're calling for them, the platform, to take Joe Rogan on. That's yeah. where it becomes like But this. I think it should be, if okay, Neil Young, you don't want to be here? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Go Get elsewhere out. then. We yeah. don't care. We're going to do our thing. You do your thing. And it's just crazy to me that but Joe Rogan has become this much of enemy. notes yeah. and stuff. And, like, just why are we debating? But the thing is, so for this, because Spotify paid Joe Rogan. He um, he has a big contract with yeah. them. He's making millions and millions of dollars He's their them. cash cow, basically. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm saying, is there an artist out there? Neil Young is not that artist. Is there an artist out there that would pull their music where Spotify would be like, uh, maybe we so. got to rethink Joe Rogan. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because I mean, think about it. Jay Z, Beyonce, yeah. when they Drake. Kanye took. Well, Drake has his music on there. Drake never pulled it. Beyonce pulled hers. Uh, Jay Z tried to start his own. Right. Thing. Title. Title. Yeah. Like I said a couple of days ago, you, you know, some of these artists didn't want to be on Spotify to begin with because Spotify doesn't I guess, pay them. Notoriously doesn't pay them what they're getting per stream. Right. But There's a lot of them that complain about that. Yeah. So like Taylor I, Swift. Yeah. Right. So, so I don't think it really matters. I think Spotify is just like, yeah. But I mean, like, but is even if it wasn't Spotify, is yeah. there an artist that would be like, I'm taking my music away from the world if Joe Rogan doesn't yeah. stop? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Did you guys see what the guy from Mumford & Sons was saying? The guy that left the Mumford & Sons band? No. Isn't he, wrote he crazy, like, though? Well, so, y yes, I won't say that he's not crazy, but he wrote this essay that was interesting to read where he compared... Uh, what's happening now with Spotify to like Soviet Russia, where he said like you have to be careful because when the artists start asking for censorship, you're going into a cultural shift now where it's going to become popular for the youth to start oh, yeah. echoing that sentiment because they look to the artists, 
you know, the musical. Well, they, they already, already are. Started. They already are. You I know, know, I mean, yeah. prior that to this, point. there was a lot of young people that worked at Spotify. They're like, I'm walking out if Joe yeah. Rogan's here. You Good. can't walk out. Yeah. You can't yeah. say your opinion about anyone with right. someone crying and saying, oh, yeah. you call me fat. Now my feelings are hurt. And or, then he went on yeah, to say, my like, feelings are hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fat, fat kids got no feelings. Just yeah. rap on him. They eat We're him, trying yeah. to help you. <laughs> yeah. But he was just saying that, you know, that all this is happening. And, and uh, when once the artist started, then it's game over. And artists shouldn't be censored. That's how you create art and if you're going to stop people from creating art then what is the world going to I just to? feel like it's so just so, everybody's just so dramatic over something that just doesn't seem that important to yeah. me. Yeah. Agreed. It's just, it's just crazy. Well, and I mean it all comes down to this pandemic and covid and it's just really divided everybody yeah. and it, people it, love to have a reason to be pissed off and fight. But, but you can't censor here, people. Here's the thing also is uh you know especially with uh Neil Young and Joni Mitchell yeah. they're pulling Oh, okay. My life's totally the same. There's, Listen, if Metallica did it, then I would go and buy Metallica's music, yeah. and then I'd be done. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but, uh, I don't know. And it, even, if they, even if they said, we don't want to be part of this because that's blah, 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 and I totally disagreed with them, separating the art from the artist, I'm still, I still like their right. music, and I still want to hear it, so I would go buy it. And, and there's like, you can still go find the music anywhere else. There's sure. like 10 other platforms. Like, I, I really don't understand the debate at all. I think yeah. it's just such drama, and it's just clickbait you know, mainstream media garbage. Yeah. Well, Billy Idol and Journey, they're both uh, still on Spotify, but Billy Idol had to drop out of the tour with Journey because he needs sinus surgery. Oh, no. So uh, Journey's coming here, and they're, uh, they're splitting because some of the dates had Billy Idol opening. Some of them had Toto opening, and I guess Toto just took over for all the Billy Idol stuff, which he thanked them and said, you know, for stepping up, and uh, I guess he has to have sinus surgery. He was really pissed off because he, you know, wanted yeah. to go out and do that tour, and uh, I told you a little while ago, I saw Billy Idol from just like a month ago, him and Steve Stevens, and they were playing acoustic, which you would think Billy Idol acoustic would sound bad. He sounded great. He's a great he's, singer. Yeah, he sounded great. He's a great front man. He's, yeah. uh, you know, but so. Uh, if How's he looking these days? Uh, you know, yeah, he's old. Older. He's old. I saw him in a video with Miley Cyrus, though, that I don't know oh, if really? it was years, how many years ago it was. A uh, live outdoor concert? Yeah. Yeah. He looked good. He had his head open jacket or whatever. <laughs> I got to tell you, that song they sang sounded terrible. It did sound terrible. It sounded yeah. terrible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like Billy Idol. I got to see Billy Idol. Uh, I don't even know where it was. One of the places, but it was a small venue because it was like one of those uh, uh, Friends of Music thing, whatever. And there was probably 200 people there or less. Dude. Less probably. Uh, and it was before Pitbull Toddler was playing. I'm like, I can go see Billy Idol before I go over. Yeah. He, he, they were great. They were great. Uh, so what is the movie? It's en- Encanto? Encanto, yeah. Encanto, okay. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about no. Bruno. We don't talk, talk about, about Bruno. Bruno. No, no. I love that. So, <laughs> that is the song. Take a listen to just the vocals. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. So, that's the hook. Does that remind you of anything? Play we don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Does that melody remind you of any other song or anything? Oh, no. You're going to play it, and I'm going to be like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. But, like, right now. Like, well, it, it does sound familiar now, but I don't know what. Yeah. If I play it with some other music, you may think, well, they kind of ripped that off. Right? 
even better. Yeah. So We Don't Talk About Bruno is number one hit from Disney's Encanto. Yes. Uh, but it does sound a lot like Smooth by <laughs> Santana and Rob oh, yeah. Thomas. Uh, this is a mashup of them, and you can definitely hear it. Probably going to be playing this yeah. on uh, Magic oh, yeah. soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. So there you go. Yeah, mashup definitely sounds a lot 100%. like it. But, but the big thing I think really uh, the takeaway is the uh, first guitar lick that you hear because listen to the vocals by themselves. You hear it. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Now listen to the guitar lead. That's awesome. That's the same song. Yeah, I love it. And that'll be stuck in your head (laughs) for the rest of the day. Like the original version wasn't already stuck in my (laughs) head. Uh, There you go. That is it for news. It is uh, 8.20 on Friday morning. uh, It is Friday, so we will uh, be giving some more stuff away. We'll play some games and do some stuff because we have a lot of good good stuff to give away uh, with the... uh, um, Whatchamacallit? Chicken. Picking on chicken. Zach Brown. <laughs> Luke Bryan. Sick on chicken. No. <laughs> That's Zach Brown. Yeah, Zach Brown. Sick on chicken. Sick on chicken. Sick on chicken. Yeah. Zach Brown. Billy Joe. Sick on chicken. Will Mike go see Eddie Vedder again? Tonight? Totally. Yeah. 100%. No, no way. No, oh, yeah. No. He's going to go see Bobby. Nope. No, he's going to go see Eddie He's going to go see Eddie Vedder, and then he's going to be 